0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's your pal, Luke the Strip Club DJ, bringing you another episode of One to Review, and our salute to the great state of Wyoming. We have zero listeners in Wyoming, so we wanted to open up to the people of the Equality State and let them know that we've been thinking about them. We love them, and welcome them to another episode of One
1: Two Review. I don't believe that. Kick the intro. One. Two. Review. All right, ladies and gentlemen, especially those of you living in the great state of Wyoming. We are here at One to Review to review movies, and we're going to get right to it. Folks, we saw a 2018 film called Kajane. This was directed by Janine Garofalo. Uh, this hilariously crass comedy stars Amy Schumer as Kajane, a Cajun woman who is on a mission to find her missing tooth. Now, folks, uh, this movie's pretty funny. It's pretty jam packed with comedians and uh, actresses. Non stop, uh, really. Non stop, yeah.
0: What, uh, what did you guys think of this film? This movie has Sarah Silverman, Sashir Zamata, Jessica Williams was great. Amy Poehler, of course, always a catalyst for the filmmaking. Cameron Esposito, Sarah McMillan, Effie Klein, Janine Garofalo.
1: Not only directing, yeah. Yeah, she's in there. I love her cameo. Yep, and she plays uh, a great mean,
0: Did you guys catch everyone in here?
1: Lily Tomlin, uh, Tiffany Haddish is in Mindy, there. Mindy, Kaling, mm-hmm. Jenny, Slate. Jenny yeah. Slate, Kristen Shaw, who I've seen a couple times live. She's so, so funny in this so film. Sweet. I think she crushes it. Samantha B., I haven't seen in a long time. Lana Glazer, big fan of Broad City. Susanna
2: Hamburger, Brandon. That's Adam Hamburger's sister, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. yep. yeah. She's yep. hilarious. Uh, Kate, uh-huh. Maybe your Kate first big, big time movie, but she's really funny Definitely.
0: Oh, yeah, I can't wait for more she's stuff. She's definitely got that family hamburger sass that just fucking brings it.
1: Uh huh. Kate McKinnon's in there. Emily. Uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Uh, Leslie Jones. Ellen pops in there. Tina Fey plays two really funny guy characters. It's insane. Tig Nataro's Notaro. in there. Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Pam from The, Pam office. From the office. Jen Fisher. Uh, Whoopi uh, Maria Bamford's in there. Who, yeah, Whoopi, Kathy Griffith, Whoopi, Martha Kathy, Cho, Daphne
0: Smith. Did we? say Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Wiig was so good. Wait, did we already say.
1: She plays like four parts in this. Yeah, Things she's, like a, a she's m- credited of- as
2: Kristen with a K and Kristen with a C. So. Ali Wong. Uh huh. Uh huh. K. Rich. Chelsea. Uh huh. Chelsea
1: Peretti. Bindi oh, Wendy. Uh huh. And Lacey the Pug, I've never heard of this, but this is uh, Lacey the Pug is, I like, guess, a huge Insta Insta Pug, Insta Dog. Not or to mention dog the grand is.
2: finale, which I don't think any of us saw coming. The CGI hologram of Lucille Ball, yeah, time doing um, re reblowing her classic job where she's eating the chocolates. You know, this movie's so funny. the The
1: only thing I'd say is I think the cast might be too big. I had a lot of trouble following. It so many characters, um, but everyone kills it.
2: Everyone you know? nails
1: it. I would say every single one of these ladies got a laugh out of me. And so even just looking at that cast list, that's like I got 20 good laughs at least from this film. Um, I'm, ready, many, to, many I'm
0: ready to rate this.
1: Yeah, uh, me too. Easy, yeah. easy, easy. Yeah, totally. Let's give it some uh, numbers. I wish I could give it a point for every lady in there, but I can only give it two, so I'm going to give it two points. No brainer. 2 points.
2: Yeah, for me I'm going to definitely say 2 points. And go see this. I would say don't really go to see a story so much. Go to see a lot of faces and laugh a lot. Go to just see a thing that makes you say, "Yep,
1: women are funny." Hell yeah. Uh All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was 6 points for Kajane, points. the 2007 18, 2018. This came out just this year. Uh, 2018 film. Folks, each week I want to review, we add up our points until we get to 20 points and then we call it a day. And each week we have a different way of keeping score. This week is no different and like we said, we have no listeners in Wyoming, but we want to change that right now, right today by saying welcome Wyoming nights. Wyoming. Wyoming, Wyoming days or nights. Wyoming days or nights. And we want to talk about just 20 things that are awesome about Wyoming just to draw some more attention to that beautiful place. Folks, when I was a kid, I, uh, the first thing about Wyoming for me is I used to go to Yellowstone all the time. Yellowstone Park is in Wyoming. It's absolutely one of my favorite places in the entire world, spent many summers there. Uh, the second cool thing about a, uh, a Wyoming for me is that the, the, the state uh, coin is the Sacagawea dollar an excellent coin that I haven't seen in a couple of years. I think it's being hoarded up there. So go up to Wyoming and find those coins, the Sacagawea dollar, that beautiful golden coin.
2: Well, for my two points, I'm gonna give you a few cool things that I, I've done. I've personally never been to Wyoming. Maybe I've driven through Wyoming, can't say. I will say it is the equality state. How cool is that? Equal rights, that is something ingrained in their state and their state motto is equal rights. So I find that awesome. So. That's something really cool. Another awesome thing Wyoming has going for them is, um, they've got 2,000 miles of groomed and ungroomed snowmobile trails. So if you're into snowmobiles, that might be a good spot to check out. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. Wyoming is one of the most peaceful places in America.
0: It's a place where you can really understand democracy and equality. Just go stand out there on the plains and feel the overwhelming calm of earth. It's a beautiful thing. Um, That's one great thing about Wyoming. And another great thing about Wyoming is their state food, the bison patty. It's simple, but you just got to try it. It's just bison
2: and two spices, and that's all you need. It's delicious. I've had it elsewhere, and supposedly it's nowhere as good. You really mm-hmm. need to get it in Wyoming right here. Oh, Wyoming. It's the last home of the buffalo. Well, I think those are some good tips, and I think we can listen to a sponsor. Let's uh, let's sell this
0: sponsor so we can buy some plane tickets to Wyoming. Yes, this is Milos with Nobility Dog. Is your puppy a descendant of Laika, the Russian space dog? Famous actors, Rin Tin Tin, Olassi! Is your little fur ball related to one of Pavlov's favorite dogs? If you want to know the genealogy of your four-legged friend and find out if you've got noble dog blood in your hound, do it today with the Nobility Dog Kit.
1: Also available, Regal Cat find
2: out if your kitty has a royal bloodline. Okay, welcome back. That's an interesting product. I'd like to check that out sometime. What I did check out and something I would like to share with you because I'm sure we can all talk about it is John Voight's 39 Particles of Love. Now, if you remember last year we did a review on John Voight's uh, Particles of Horror, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting thing he's doing here. I'm glad to see it's becoming a series and he's showing some emotions other than terror and horror and This was a very touching film. What did you guys Oof. think? Wow uh, Just a gorgeous
1: a gorgeous little film the running time on this one is much shorter than the particles of horror This is only a 33 minute film, but I definitely got my money's worth you know, I think You can go see a two hour romantic film or romantic comedy and you're going to have most of these particles of love interspersed in that. But then you're going to get a bunch of meat and poorly written dialogue and bad acting smashed in there. Yeah. You go see John Voight's particles of love and you're getting the smallest possible dose, but the most potent kind of dose of that emotion, I feel. I feel like this
2: guy is crushing it. I want to see more of these films. Mm-hmm. Tiny smiles, uh, pupils dilating, you mm-hmm. know, micro flirtatious stuff. smirk. Yeah. yeah,
1: a smell. He was able to not not with smell technology, which is something that we love on here. We've seen a couple films with <laughs> yeah. that, but he was able to capture smell with with just visuals. You know, I was able to smell the lover in that one mm-hmm. scene. I mean, John Voight. He's A visionary he
0: sees the way people's attention spans are getting smaller and shorter he's catering to that you know play the hits when you're when you're out there making something play to your audience don't force feed them something give them what they are looking for um this movie was incredible and at 33 minutes i think that was the right choice because in the theater and i mean you just can't help but getting so fucking horny watching this movie after thirty three minutes. It
1: was and a weird kind, a weird kind of horny, starting to wrap real quick, but like not a not explicitly a sexual horny, a rom- a romantic, emotional horny, a, a full body yeah. Horny. Yeah, this, with this... Love. Wow. horny, yeah, this this. And wow, yeah, I didn't know I was the. I'm so glad I'm not the one that felt that way. It was almost like a new feeling to me, to be honest. One that I feel that I ashamed that I haven't felt before. Well,
0: I'm glad I, I'm glad I was able to leave after 33 minutes because I couldn't take it
2: anymore. Yeah, and I think I had to go express my feelings of love. <laughs> I had to go write some poetry. I had to go, you know, express my gratitude. Yeah, so, yeah. And I think I think I saw Ooh. a lot of people in this the theater kind of just staying
0: in there for a little bit. Some of the couples. Oh, I think some of those people were get were going to get it on. Oh, no doubt. 39 yeah, yeah. particles of love was kind of like 39 little tiny pornos
1: emotional yeah. pornos emotional pornos yeah definitely definitely I mean there was definitely there was a couple of there was some physical things for sure there was a couple of these particles were definitely physical love
0: well do you guys want to review it or
2: rate it yeah 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 let's, we read already did
1: review it.
2: let's rate it
1: yeah, John Voigt's 39 Particles of Love. I, I can't give it in any more praise. It's two, it's two points. Uh, just a great film. Check it out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Jinx. Two points. This is uh, a, the next evolution in John Voigt's masterwork of filmmaking particles. Uh,
2: for me, absolutely two points. He really does boil down emotions into their core, you know, microseconds and just building blocks of true emotion so for me two points absolutely check this out and at 33 minutes come on come on now
0: all right that's six points let's tell people six things about wyoming
1: hey the state dinosaur is the triceratops arguably one of the coolest dinosaurs to ever walk the planet three horns shieldy head super popular Acted like cattle, protected their young. Was in Jurassic Park. Herbivore, was in Land Before Time. Maybe the MVP, most popular dinosaur. I mean, T-Rex is up there, but Triceratops, can't go wrong with that. The state emblem, folks, is the bucking horse and the rider. Uh, Again, what a cool, cool emblem. I love that thing so much. So action-packed. All the all the excitement of the rodeo captured in such a still frame. Crushing it, Wyoming. Crushing it.
0: You know we're we're in L.A. in New York, and of course the easy thing to do would be to trash a state like Wyoming. It's it's stupid. The way of life in Wyoming is the way it is because it's been perfected, and I think I think a lot of these L.A. people could really use that. Two things. That are two things about Wyoming that I really love is that Wyoming has over three hundred varieties of burrs and stickers. And the and another great thing is that it has real cowboys.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not these LA cowboys.
2: Yeah, the true religion cowboys with their Gucci boots. Real Wyoming Gucci. It talk. Speaking of cowboys, the here's Wyoming a cool Gucci back.
1: store. Anyway,
0: wonder how they're doing. I haven't been.
1: I haven't been. You know, I went to Yellowstone as a kid, like I said, but we never made it to the Gucci.
2: Yeah, something to add to your bucket list. Yeah, my folks said it was too expensive. We, we were talking about cowboys a second ago, and uh, here's the thing about Wyoming—that's cool. The term "dude ranch" was actually first coined in Wyoming. The very first no dude ranch. Yep yeah. The Eatons came up with the term the "dude ranch." They had an Eaton ranch. Also, another cool thing that was first, you know, made its debut in Wyoming, J.C. Penney. I'm sure you guys all remember that store. Department I've been there. store. Yeah, we've I all have been there. Been to that place. So not there, but yeah. You know. Wyoming's got that cool facts.
1: Mother F and Wyoming baby, welcome, welcome to the podcast there's at least one of you from wyoming listening to this this episode i'm sure i really hope for you this is for you i know it's not the prettiest bouquet of flowers you've ever seen
2: it's a gift it's diverse
1: (laughs) it's a diverse (laughs) gift
2: let's talk about a sponsorship deal that we have made in which we have to play a sponsor probably now
0: Are you embarrassed by taking your purse to the bathroom only because you need to change your tampon? Does this even happen? We think that it might happen, and if it does, you can avoid this by wearing the ankle tamp, a small elastic ankle bracelet that allows you to carry up to four tampons secretly. Don't be embarrassed, or whatever, again. Also, we aren't complete idiots. We know that you only need one tampon at a time, but there's extra space on the ankle tamp. So, I don't know, maybe you can carry them for other people? I mean, is that... Is this product insensitive? You probably should have got a woman to help develop this. Is this... Do you want this? All right, guys, table eight. Did we all have a chance to see table eight? Oh yeah. Lashing Hammy Tan directs this one and the guests of Table Eight all have one thing in common. Yes, we not did another groom. Now this mystifying movie was uh I gotta say it was it was uh, a lot to digest. Was it uh was it a comedy, was it a ro- romance? What I don't really know what they were going for for most of the film at least. Of course, we get that classic tan twist at the end.
1: Yeah, I guess, yeah, just to be a little more clear, it's it's about a wedding, and it's eight people. It's table eight at a wedding. All these people are sitting together. They don't know why they know each other. They're discussing it, and, you know, as the plot unfolds, we find out why they know each other. (sighs) And I'm just going to spoil it. At the end... Are you ready? Spoil, 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 spoil time. Let's just do it. So at the end, what you figure out is what they all have in common is they are all in an M. Night Shyamalan movie, and that's the twist, that... This is an M. Night Shyamalan film, but you don't know it's an M. Night Shyamalan film until they tell you.
2: Wow, what a dick. Kind of a dick movie. What a and dick movie. It turns out there are all eight, you know, personalities inside his head oh, at his cousin's wedding. wedding. He's like at his, cuttings, his cousin's wedding. He's kind of zoned and spacing so clearly, out. Yeah, and so in clearly- his head, he's doing this thing, and that's what we're seeing. Uh, completely unnecessary, not really connected. I don't know.
1: This is my problem, is that clearly M. Night Shyamalan went to his cousin's wedding. He got bored and wasn't paying attention at his cousin's wedding, so he wrote this crappy movie about what he'd rather be doing, I think. It, I, that's what I felt, anyway.
2: I will say, though, I did not know it was Shyamalan until that twist.
1: Nope, that's the twist, and that has been very much under wraps, and so we probably should put a spoiler alert, because... No, no, because I want to ruin this film, because I don't want people to see it.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, there's... in. In his real life, there's been a lot of backlash. We're he's, we're just fed up of being Shyamalan. You know, we're just tired of being deceived by M Night Shyamalan. And you can see if I'm
2: gonna get Shyamalan, I want to know. Like I'll sign up to get Shyamalan every once in a while. But if I sign up to go see a normal movie and get Shyamalan, that's different.
0: That's the twist, man. That's what I'm saying. In his real life, now the public are are Shyamalaning Shyamalan. He can't catch cabs without being uh, taken to a garage and left locked in there. He can't order food without them, you know, burying a marble in the mashed
1: potatoes. Well, he's making it worse now, because now I want to mess with this guy. He's asking for this, you know? If he's gonna torment people. By making me pay, you know, $10 to go see a, a film that I thought was directed by Lashing Hammy Tan, who we should have known better. That's a stupid name, but it's an anagram for M Night Shyamalan. I mean, I caught that I right don't away. Know. He, no, you can't read I, anagrams. I almost feel bad. You I almost feel bad for him.
0: He's getting he's getting beaten so he's getting beaten up so much. He's got to be paranoid, and I don't know. Like he's he's twisted the reality of his own movies so much, he can't even figure out what's real in his own life anymore. So I I, I don't know. I kind of feel for the guy.
1: I don't know. I was excited as the film was unfolding. To be honest, I was intrigued because I was like, what is this thing? Um, I was got, intrigued, yeah. You've got Carmen McQueen in there. You've got William Simpson, Joan Cook, all great actors. You've got Greg Ecuador in there, who I really love. He's a great actor. But I was confused because his character kept looking at the camera. I thought that was a big deal. I thought that was going to be some like sort Like he of knew twist. somehow. Like he knew he was in a movie I don't know. I thought that I thought there was something there. Like my brain had filled in the end of this film and it was a really cool movie. And then all of a sudden they all start talking. I don't know. I mean, Greg Ecuador. Somebody's
0: got to get this guy some acting lessons. He's looking in the camera for half of the movie. That's Bush
2: League. Well, he's known for his cinematography and his directing not for his acting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird. Yeah. To have him in there as as an actor. Let's wrap it up. Let's Ugh. give a number
1: to this movie. Ugh, table eight by lashing Hammy Tan. it gets a gets a one. Don't. You're right. Like if you're gonna make movies with twists, people should know they're getting into them. You can't sell me this movie, and then, and then take that away from me and make it a different thing. It's very frustrating. The all all
0: one one point. Don't fucking make a movie at your cousin's wedding and then profit off
2: of it. Watch your cousin's wedding. One point. Yeah, for me, one point. I don't like being duped, so you duped me too many times, Shyamalan. One point. Mm-hmm. Dupe you. Three points. Three points for Table 8 by Lashing tam-
1: Hammy. Lashing Hammy tam- That's a t- I can't believe I thought that was a real director.
2: <laughs> stupid. We're stupid.
1: Three points. Three points. All right. Three cool things. You know what's not stupid, guys? I think you know. In Wyoming. Wyoming. Not stupid. Uh, guys, something I want to share about Wyoming, something very cool, is the state fossil is the Knightia, K-N-I-G-H-T-I-A. My last name is Knight, So this grabbed me when I read it. The Knightia is an extinct genus of clupeid, clupiform bony fish that lived in freshwater lakes and rivers in North America and Asia during the Eocene epoch. epic. Super cool! I don't...
0: That sounds cool. I think we're probably educating Wyoming on that one. Crushing it. There you go, Wyoming. There's something about your state. Uh, one point from me... I I don't know, I just... Just go to Wyoming. Just go check it out. Once you see it, you just... You really understand the natural beauty of America.
2: Was that one cough? One point, one tip, one cool fact, one thing about Wyoming I'm gonna leave you with. Wyoming was the first state to give women the right to vote. So that is really cool. Go Wyoming. Boom, boom. Take that. (laughs) All the other states, take that. We need some Wyoming fans. We really, we're speaking your language. Equal podcasting here.
1: Front of the line, 50, 50 people in a line. They're number one in the line. Let's kick it to a sponsor.
2: Fact, true raw organic orange juice is actually brown. People don't know that. People wouldn't drink brown juice until now. We are finally bringing brown juice to the spotlight upping its social awareness so we don't have to waste all that orange food coloring anymore. Try a glass today. You'll agree, brown juice is great for everything including your immune system, your eyesight, your hearing, and everything in between. Drink a glass today, brown juice. The new orange juice.
1: This 2016 film directed by Vladimir Duran is called Moxie and the Beaver. This film is about a married couple that has a wacky morning radio show, but they're getting a divorce. As they juggle trying to maintain their wacky charisma on radio every morning and deal with the tragedy and heartbreak of their divorce, we see that in the film. (laughs) Folks, uh, or boys, what did you think of Moxie and the Beaver? This movie was fucking funny.
0: And not just being an annoying DJ, I, I found it relatable in a lot of ways. You know, everyone's been through breakups and... Putting that in the public eye obviously brings out a lot of opportunities for fun. The radio station was dying. They needed numbers to come up. And and basically their boss came and said, you guys, either one of you guys got to go. And, it, you know, obviously things snowballed out of control. And this is what brought the radio station back to life.
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, okay, because, I mean, yeah, so what... And this is again. I guess I didn't say this is based on a true story. This all of this really happened. Uh, what drew people in is once they had that actual. It's about this married couple that has kind of grown bored of each other. They've been doing this moxie and the beaver routine since they were in uh, high school, and and it's lost its energy. But as soon as the boss puts pressure on it, that puts pressure on their marriage. They start to fight each other, and as soon as they have that life. Even if it's a negative energy, that fighting between them created a spark that drew people in. People couldn't help but listen, and I've listened since to some of the Moxie and the Beaver recordings uh, after we saw the film, and they are so engaging. During that time, they're not talking about the divorce, but you can sense it between them that chemistry, that that life. Like I said, no doubt, uh, a fascinating one story, of my favorite.
0: One of my favorite scenes in this movie is the breakfast fight. They're both getting up, they're going through the routine, getting coffee, bumping into each other. Things just aren't jiving that morning and they can't turn off their DJ personalities. They can't turn off their on-air personality. So it's just so fucking funny to watch them go at it in these cornball voices.
1: Well, well, I think that's the thing though, is I think that's a human thing where like that's, they are so uncomfortable being themselves that they have to put on that mask of those characters and it's weird, but I believed it and I understood it. And yeah, I think it, what it,
2: helps is Vladimir's, you know, elegant touch and subtle touch, of adding, you know, morning DJ sound effects uh, throughout their dialogue. You know, when they're arguing in these voices and it's, you know, real emotion, real anger, real emotion. To hear the the zany sound effects in there. Really makes you, you know, it's a poignant moment. You're
1: going again to their world. That's that's where they communicate. Like I said, they've been doing it since they're kids. And that's where they are most comfortable and kind of most honest with each other in a way. Is when they're in the characters of Moxie and the Beaver. Uh, we should say it's uh, Teresa Franz plays uh, the Beaver. And then Richard Wolby is Moxie. Uh, John England, he's the boss. Oh, and oh, I will great. say...
2: Of course, the weird thing about the movie, as opposed to real life, is in the movie they get back together, but in real life, as we all know, they did not get back together.
1: No, definitely. Yeah, it's a very different story. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, for the best.
2: Probably for the better. It makes Pro- a better probably, movie. Probably. Well, yeah,
1: back leaving together. the film, I I was happier that they were together, but knowing the truth that they didn't uh, tainted that a tiny bit. But still, it's it's a different thing. It's a work of art. This is based on a true story. It's not the true story. We all know that.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm ready to rate this thing. Two points from me. Obviously, I'm a sucker for DJ shit. And this was just, this was just, a, they knocked it out of the park with just a very fun movie. And heart touching.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be looking at this thing. I don't think this is the kind of film that could probably ever win a Best Picture, but there's something in the writing, you know. It, it, I hope it gets some sort of Best Screenplay nod, at least. And Vladimir Duran, welcome to America, man. Uh, I'm excited to see more work by him, more American films or whatever. Not that I don't like his Colombian films, but, you know, I want I want him to get more access to the world. Anyway, two two points for me from Boxing the Beaver
2: yeah big time two points I didn't expect to be you know moved by this movie and his unique angle about presenting things and helping us understand you know why they live in this world was cool and their voices are awesome I love morning DJ voices so uh, two points check it out nice guys that's six points for Wyoming six points.
0: her final six points Wyoming where the stars are brightest where the skies are clear and the bison still live um, of course, check out Wyoming, Old Faithful. If I didn't mention it before, it's there, so check it out. And
2: just the realest people you'll ever meet are in Wyoming. Well, it looks like our Twitter's blowing up. I just got a response here from a question I sent out about anybody had any hot tips about visiting Wyoming. Here's, a, here's one that comes in from Youngblood32. He said, ice fishing is pretty much a requirement. So definitely going to want to learn how to ice fish if you're going to Wyoming. Uh, one other cool thing I'd like to do, I, I pulled a clip of it. Their state song is actually pretty cool. It's called Wyoming. I just want to play a short clip here for you. For legal reasons, I can only play a tiny second of it. But here we go. Cool, right? I love that song. Classic. Catchy.
1: Wyoming is the 44th state to enter the Union in 1890. That's 128 years old, baby girl. <laughs> Crushing it, Wyoming. Not only that, your state reptile, horned lizard, the Prinosoma deglossi brevitistrae, can shoot blood out of its eyes. One of my favorite lizards of all time. I'm not making that shit up. Also, I'm gonna throw in a bonus one. The rodeo's the state sport. I love the rodeo. How cool is that? Uh, Garth Brooks Rodeo, great song. I sing that at karaoke. Wyoming, I love you. Jackson Hole, so cool. If you've ever been to Jackson Hole. Wyoming, if you're single, Alex is uh, fallen in love with you. I would so go on a date with Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming, if, uh, Alex will read scientific words to you for hours. It was a lady.
2: Hours. <laughs> I bet her name would be Cheyenne, because that's the state capital. Oh, yeah. Well, Cheyenne, if you're listening from Wyoming, reach out to Alex, and maybe we can arrange a special uh, dinner date for you guys. Man, we should go to Wyoming. There's got go to be Wyoming. a film fest up there.
1: Uh, when we do our live show tour, we'll make sure we hit Wyoming.
2: Hopefully, if we get any listeners. If nobody listens, we probably won't go to Wyoming. You know, I, but I, th- I think that's we why we're doing down. this.
1: That's why we double down and we only go to Wyoming.
0: I, I got to come clean. When I started this, I really wasn't sure about wyoming but i really fucking want to go
1: i really do i really have talked it up in my head <laughs> so much i want a beef or a, sorry i want a bison patty by old faithful it's also almost like perfectly rectangular there's something nice and so you know, pleasing about yeah. that yeah yeah
0: so
2: equal equilateral oh. get it grand tetons fun, grand fun tetons. Time, fun educational time it's the end of our show, however, so we will be calling it a day. State fish, cutthroat trout. Yeah. Motherfucking
1: cutthroat.
2: Yeah. Big shoutouts to our only Patreon donor, Rab. Thank you so much. Not a month goes by that I don't thank you. Again, in my head silently, uh, opposed to every week on our podcast when I thank you out loud with a shout out. Thank you. Thanks, Rab. Thanks, Rab. I can't help but be paranoid that you're just sitting there,
0: giving us a dollar and using these ideas on your, on your, for your movie career. So.
1: Thanks, Rab. <laughs> Thanks, Rab. Okay, next week we're going to be reviewing Dyer, Jackets, My Dog the Fish, Predator 6, Incumbents, The Daniel Files, Alastroos, and another from the Doe series, Double Dog Doe 3. Check it out. Thanks for
2: listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Wyoming. Why effing oming? Oh, so cool, guys. Let's, let's go off air and keep talking about Wyoming for a little while.